Welcome to the Lifehouse Message Podcast. Please make sure to follow or subscribe to this so that you can get all the latest messages. We hope that you are inspired, empowered, and encouraged by the message today. Let's enjoy. Merry Christmas, everyone. So good to have you with us today. My name is Richard from Lifehouse here in Hong Kong, and I'm excited. We're in the Christmas story. We heard about Mary last week. Today, I get to share the story of uh, the Christmas story from the perspective of Joseph, the dad, the earthly dad of Jesus. Really excited to get into that. I just love this season. And I think, look, becoming a parent uh, has made me love this season even more. Just seeing the joy of Christmas reflected in my kids. Ah, This is just the best time of year. And I'm so excited to be able to share God's Word with you. And uh, just grateful that, you, that you're joining us here today in church or watching here online. I'm excited. So why don't we just take this moment to pray, ask God to speak to us, and then let's get into Joseph's story. Lord, we thank you that you came close to us in this Christmas season. Lord, all those years ago when Jesus came, uh, you, you, you changed our lives. You've touched so many of us. And I pray today that you would speak powerfully to us personally. Lord, our, our personal situations, that you'd lift hearts, that you'd bring hope and peace and you'd draw us closer to you. Thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Well, hey, I have called this message, How to Make Destiny Decisions in Emotional Chaos. Yes, because that is what I believe is kind of a good summary of Joseph's perspective on the Christmas story. Emotional chaos. And sometimes this is not talked about so much in the cute little Christmas story of Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. And yeah, it looks so wonderful. It looks so cute. But as we get into the details, we actually see that there was a real emotional journey that these guys went on. And and that a lot of this was kind of things that they had to process, like Joseph had to process all of this. And his life really got turned upside down by the news that his soon-to-be wife was now pregnant. And I don't know about you, but maybe you've had a moment where your life has felt like it's been flipped on its head, where something was was changed and maybe it wasn't something that you did, but something that happened to you and suddenly you've got to deal with this chaos, with this totally new thing that you hadn't planned for. And for me, that happened many years ago in my very first job after I graduated from university. Actually, I was working through a lot of high school and uh, in my university years, I was working in a supermarket actually for seven years. Uh, I enjoyed those years. But when I graduated from university, I got the opportunity to work for a real job, you know, what I would call a real job. And I was commuting an hour and a half into Sydney every day and back again. And, and I took my job really seriously. I got to wear a suit, so I felt really cool walking around 
Sydney in my suit. I, I felt like I was someone, uh, you know, special. And, and I worked hard in my job and I did my best. But there was one day after about two months of working in my new company that my boss asked to speak to me and he took me downstairs to a cafe and he said, hey, Richard, we really like you, but we've got to let you go. That's how I felt. I was not ready on that Monday morning to get the news that I was being fired from my first job. And suddenly my my ego went from here to about here. (laughs) And I got really humbled in that moment and just thrown into a state of confusion, confusion and what's next and you know, almost questioning my own self-worth in this moment. I mean, it was a really big hit for me. Everything got turned upside down. Everything I'd been planning about my career in that industry, it was flipped on its head. And I want to tell you that no one is immune from uncertainty. No one is immune from these moments in life that can just come and just change everything in a second, in a heartbeat. And even the godly, even even us as Christians, even us believers, yes, these moments still do happen. And Joseph was actually described as a righteous man. We're going to read that in a moment. It says he was a righteous man. He was a godly man. And yet his whole world was flipped upside down. He was engaged to a godly woman. She was awesome. A great young couple coming together. Uh, just Just simple people from a small town in Nazareth. They were likely both quite young, maybe even teenagers in that culture. They got married pretty young and they're planning their beautiful and exciting new life together as an engaged couple and and soon to be married when Joseph gets a whole bomb dropped on his plans. And here's what happens in Matthew 1 verse 18. It says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. And let me just stop there and say that back then their engagements were they were they were almost marriage. Like it was a lot even more it was it carried even more weight than the engagements that we have in today's culture. So it was a big deal. They were basically married. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was, in, was engaged, was a righteous man. And he did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. And here's where the heartbreak really comes in. And there was a lot in what I just said, and there's a lot we should celebrate, right? Like the Holy Spirit, wow. Uh, the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Mary conceives this child. It's going to be the Son of God. It's amazing. But we also see the personal heartbreak of Joseph, who's just found out that his his soon-to-be wife is now pregnant, and he never slept with her. And the only real outcome of what that could possibly mean is betrayal. And he's now having to wrestle with that. And she's saying that it's it's from, oh, don't worry, it's from God. But who would believe that? You know, even from someone that you love, who, who could believe that, yeah, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that is the reason why you're pregnant. Like, it's just so unbelievable. And so his only 
you know, outcome, the only outcome from this for him, the only possible path ahead was to divorce her quietly, to, to end the marriage. And I, I could just tell that he would be doing his best to try to keep his emotions together, to keep his, to keep his heart together. But his whole world was falling apart in these moments. And maybe, I don't know if you can relate to having a moment like that where it seems like everything is just going wrong all at once, that gut punch. And, you, and if you're a believer, you're thinking, God, why? Why is this happening? And why is this happening to me? I did everything right. I was living righteously. I was making good decisions. I chose a great woman, but all this happened. And What do we do in those moments of uncertainty, in the moments of confusion? Well, Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. Because in our own understanding, in these moments of chaos, there's nothing but confusion. We have no understanding. And for me, I was like, God, I tried my best at this job. I don't understand. Like I was doing everything by living with right character. And yet it still ended up with a bad result. I don't understand. And yet in those moments where maybe, yes, you have had a business failure, or yes, you have received a negative medical diagnosis, or or a relationship in your life has suddenly changed, or you've gone through a financial challenge, or you've lost a loved one. In those moments where everything is up in the air and we don't understand, I want you to understand that God is close. That's the message of Christmas. God came close. Jesus is with you. God came to earth to be close to us as people. He wants to be a part of your life and He wants to take you through these moments that you don't understand, these moments of confusion. And yes, your emotions may be raging, but God is speaking in these moments. You know, our feelings are going to be all over the place when things like this happen, when, when our, our plans are interrupted. But we don't have to live in our emotions. Yes, we'll have our emotions, but we don't have to live in them. God comes close and He wants to speak to you. And He speaks to Joseph in a really cool, powerful way. It says in verse 20, after he had considered this, so after Joseph had kind of made his decision to divorce her quietly, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Wow, what a relief Joseph must, must have felt in that moment because until this point, he didn't believe Mary. But now he has an angel appearing to him in a dream, telling him clearly, this is the, from the Holy Spirit. This is of God, Joseph, and you don't need to be afraid. And I see multiple reasons to rejoice right here because firstly, God has done a miracle in Joseph's life. But secondly, Joseph gets to marry Mary. God satisfied the, de- the desire in Joseph's heart because he still loved Mary. He was in love with her. It broke his heart to end that relationship 
to, well, to possibly end that relationship with her. It was breaking his heart. And yet God not only does a miracle with the birth of Jesus, but he's also done this miracle in giving him the desires of his heart. And let me tell you, God knows your heart. He loves you. He has good things planned for you and his plan it is good if we will just trust in him. But we've got to be listening. You know, the angel came in powerfully. And I think Joseph needed an angel, okay? I think if anyone else said, oh, yeah, I've heard from God. And now oh, that's, that's uh, from the Holy Spirit, Joseph, that baby. I don't think he would have believed them. Maybe even if he was reading, uh, reading the Bible or from his own journaling, maybe that wouldn't have been uh, as powerful uh, as an angel standing in front of him. But Joseph heard the word of God through an angel, and God knows how you need to hear his word. He knows what you're going through. He knows how to speak to you, but we've just got to be listening. And many times he will speak to us through our journaling. And I want to encourage you, if your emotions are up and down and you're on that roller coaster, make sure you're journaling every day, getting in God's Word, spending a few minutes just reading His Word, feeding on it, writing down what God's saying to you, asking Him to speak to you. Because as He speaks, you're going to be comforted. You may not necessarily understand the answer, but He's going to let you know that He's with you and that He's close. In Philippians 4, Verse 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. In every situation, that emotional roller coaster, whether you're in that high, whether you're in that low, we can bring our requests to God, seeking Him and asking for Him to speak to us. Yes, our emotions may be all over the place, but we don't have to be when God is speaking to us and we're actually listening and we're listening to those promises and His promises bring peace. His promises bring a calmness in our soul that even though everything is chaos all around us, Jesus is in control. Listening is the first step, but that's just part one because Joseph not only had to listen, he then had to do what the angel said. But the Bible says he was also afraid, right? The angel says that don't be afraid to marry Mary. And I think obeying when we're afraid, that's courage. That's what I'd call courage. Courage is not when you have no fear. Courage is when you obey God even when you're afraid. And it says that uh, in verse 24 that when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. And he took Mary home as his wife. Yeah, come on. I love this, this beautiful romance between Mary and Joseph. God gives him this amazing marriage, but he had to make that, to take those steps in a state of a bit of fear. He was anxious. He was afraid. And it takes courage to do that. But we're relying on Jesus and His strength to lead us through. You know, sometimes in those moments where we don't understand, it's really all about just who is with us. Is God with me in this moment? And recently for my kids, it's kind of frustrating. But I have four boys. They're young. Uh, they're four, six, six, and seven years old. And the youngest three especially get afraid when they're in their room by themselves. 
They're so used to being together that anytime they're alone, they'll run out and they'll want to be with other people. And the issue is not where they are. The issue is who they're with or who they're not with. And all you need to do to fix the problem is just put another person in that room with them. And I I hope it doesn't stay this way forever. And I'm sure they'll grow out of it uh, as most kids do. But the, 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 the truth is who you're with changes everything. And in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6, it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Who you are with changes everything. And that's what brings the comfort in the uncertainty. When I take my kids out and we go out and we explore Hong Kong together, They're so young, they don't know where we are, but because they're with their parents, they're relaxed. They don't panic, they don't suddenly go, oh my gosh, I don't know where I am. Because they're with their parents. It changes everything. When when you're with uh, our, our Father in heaven, when you're doing life with Jesus, so I wanna encourage you, it's not about what's going on in your life, it's about who who you're with. And we can make a decision to be with Jesus today. And in those moments when life has put us on a detour, where we've planned for this and yet we've been shaken up and we're over here, there can be destiny moments in those kind of moments. That's the moment Joseph was in. Joseph's moment was actually not just a detour, but it was a destiny moment. And Joseph listened and he obeyed. And it said in verse 25 that he had no union with her, that's, that's with Mary, until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. Jesus, the Savior of the world. We're over 2,000 years later in Hong Kong and wherever you are, we are all celebrating the birth of Jesus. Yes, this is not just a holiday where we go out and we eat lots of food and we buy each other presents and we've got funny trees. No, this is all about Jesus, the Savior of the world who came from heaven to earth to bring us hope that He has a good plan and that even in the ups and downs of life, He knows exactly what we're doing. And for my situation, I'm so grateful that I got that gut punch that day all those years ago that I got fired from that job because I would never have left Australia if I had kept that job. It was exactly what I needed to unsettle me. And I was confused. And I I said to God, God, what are you doing with my life? Where are you leading me? And I didn't have any answer at that point, but I decided to trust in Him to put my faith in a God who knows what He's doing and a God who loves me. And over time, He led me to Japan and then ending up here in Hong Kong and I found Life House and I met my wife here and many of my best friends and I found purpose in my life serving Jesus and it never would have happened if I didn't get that gut punch all those years ago. And I want to encourage you with my story and the story of Joseph that yes, even when things seem like they're going crazy, let this be just a detour to your way to destiny, to God having His purpose 
outworked in your life. Because it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And yes, you might be afraid, but that's okay. It's okay to feel those emotions, but Jesus has a plan for you too, and He's close. That's the amazing message of Christmas. That's our theme for this month. God came close, and He came close and over 2,000 years ago, and He sacrificed His own life. He gave His life. He paid the ultimate price. He shed His blood for us on that cross. He carried our sin. He carried our sickness so that we could be free, so that we could be healed, so that we could have eternity with Him. He is, he, he is with you. He loves you but you've got to put your faith in Him. This Christmas, I want to encourage you to believe in the goodness of Jesus. John 3 verse 16, as I finish up, says, For God so loved the world, you and me, that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for two types types of people. Maybe that first group of people would be those in that roller coaster right now. You're dealing with some chaos right now. I don't know what kind of situation it is, but it's hard. And I want to pray for you right now. Jesus, we give you our situations and we thank you that you're with us. Lord, in the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs, our emotions all over the place. We lean on you not our own understanding, Jesus. We make a decision to stay planted uh, on, on Your Word, in Your promises, God. We're going to get, uh, we want to hear from You. Speak to us in our journaling, in our prayer life, through, through godly leaders and Christian friends and our spouses, Lord. Speak to us in dreams. Lord, encourage us, Lord. I pray that right now, every single person listening to this message, I pray they would feel lifted, and that they would not be focused on the chaos, but be focused on your goodness and that you have an, an amazing plan for our lives. We thank you for that, Jesus. In your name, amen. That's awesome. And I want to pray for one other group of people here today. And maybe, maybe this Christmas season, you need to get your life right, uh, your life right with Jesus. Maybe you need to say yes to walking with Him or coming back to Him. And He loves you. He knows you. It's not an accident that you're hearing this right now. This is your chance to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life this Christmas season. He died on a cross and rose again. He's a living God and He's with you right now if you'll just say yes to Him. So if you want that, if you want a relationship with Him, why don't you pray this prayer that we put up on a screen right now? You can pray it out loud or maybe if you're in public, you can pray it in your heart. But let's pray this prayer genuinely to Jesus. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Amen. Amen. 
Well, the Bible says that the whole of heaven rejoices when one person returns to Jesus. And I'm so excited for your decision to follow Him. It's amazing. I think that's the best kind of Christmas miracle that there is. I pray a blessing over you and your family this Christmas and looking forward to seeing you in the next part of our Christmas series next week. Thanks for listening today. We hope that God was able to speak to you through the message. If you consider Lifehouse your church home, or if you were blessed by these messages, then why not consider generously supporting us? Simply go to mylifehouse.com give and find the giving way that works best for you. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you all next time.